Hey there, it's Fashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. Hey guys, happy Wednesday. I hope y'all are doing great and uh, you've bought all your Christmas gifts and have done all the shopping because Christmas is right around the corner. But if you've tuned in, if you've plugged in, um, which if you have, that means you're listening to me right now, you will be blessed today because I have the pleasure of having my husband on my podcast once again. So Jared, thank you so much for being a part. Why are you smiling? Because it's so fun to be on a podcast with you. So fun to share our thoughts together. And I think our listeners enjoy it too. Um, But before we jump into today's topic, how's marriage? If someone on the street asked you, hey, you're married. How's it going? What would you tell them? Hot. Okay. (laughs) Anything else? (laughs) Try to keep this PG-13. Very hot. Okay, we're gonna. No, babe. Seriously, how is marriage? Wonderful, fun, happy, and I get to do life with my very best friend. Oh, you're so sweet. If someone asked me how marriage is going, I'd probably tell them it's it's the best decision I've ever made. It's going extremely well. It's not perfect, but it's going. What? It's not perfect. Do another podcast. Would you say? It's perfect. Okay, well, yeah, I, I guess it's perfect. You know, you make things the way you want it to be, right? So anyways, let's jump into today's topic. Uh, in 2015, you wrote this blog, which I didn't know you write blogs or you wrote blogs in the past, but you wrote, this morning I made an omelet. And essentially, this blog is about how you had all your ingredients ready for your omelet ready for the day you had a big day going for you and then your omelet didn't turn out it ended up being scrambled eggs and essentially the premise of your blog is you know you can plan life out as much as possible but sometimes life will turn out to be scrambled eggs it'll have the same ingredients in it but we have to be okay when things don't turn out the way we want them to turn out or the way we plan for them to turn out. So I want you to talk a little bit more on this. Your 21-year-old brain in 2015 wrote this, which I think is absolutely phenomenal and wise. You're wise beyond your years. But um, how is your perspective on the analogy you wrote about, which is, you know, sometimes life can just turn out to be scrambled eggs. How has that analogy confirmed or solidified over the past couple years? You know, how has that come to play where you've had to make do with the scrambled egg and be okay with God's plan, even though you planned for an omelet? Well, if you rewind to 2015, that's a year before I met you. So let's jump to 2016. 2016, I made Vashti Sarah my omelet. And the reason I say that, the reason I say that is because I planned to take her out on a date when we got back from Arizona, if you know our story, which that's for another day. And she said no. And so my plan was to take her out and she denied me a second time. And finally on the third time she said yes. And then after that, my plan was to take her out for a second date. And she made me wait a week. 
And then after that date, my plan was to take her out again, and she made me wait a month. And finally, (laughs) she's laughing. My plan was to take her out again, and she made me wait a year. And after that year, my plan was to make her my girlfriend after about three months. And she made me wait six months. My plan was to propose to her after about a year, and she made me wait two years. So in every step of our entire relationship, which as you said earlier, and as I said earlier, is pretty perfect so far. (laughs) No, it's going to be perfect. But in every single step of our relationship, it didn't go according to my plan or your plan, and it still turned out really good. And I think that goes back to my omelet. You can put all the right ingredients and it cannot cook how you want, but the flavor is still really good and the turnout is still really good. That can be applied to your goals and dreams. It can be applied to school, family, or other relationships. You know, that analogy hits home for me because before we got married, um, for those of you who do not know, we're actually living in Jared's grandma's house. And it's one of the coolest stories because it shows how, you know, we can plan things out. We can say we have all these grand plans, but it doesn't turn out the way we necessarily had planned it to turn out, but it turned out the best way it possibly could. So before we got married around January, February, we got married in April. So the beginning of the year, I was freaking out and I was telling Jared, you know, we need to find a place to live. We need to figure it out. We need to find an apartment. We looked at houses. We looked at building houses or building our home. We looked at renting. We looked at all the options in the world and, you know, nothing ever settled in. Um, We took one step after the other. We talked to several people, but just nothing worked out. And I was getting to the point where I was I was getting frustrated and I told Jared, you know, we need to figure it out. I need security. I need to know where I'm going to live. And I didn't want to be homeless, which that's just me being dramatic. (laughs) Okay. That's me being dramatic and just not having faith in the Lord. And long story short. So, um, an unfortunate event turned into a blessing. So you, I don't know if you guys have heard the phrase in death, there's life. And it's actually not a phrase. It's a, it's more than a phrase. Sorry. It's a Bible verse. And Jared's grandma passed away in March. And one of the things that Jared's dad and his, um, his aunt wanted to do was bless us and allow us the opportunity to live in his grandma's home. And um, yeah, we're paying towards it, but it's a lot more feasible for us, especially just starting out. And not just that, but they renovated the house and we're still renovating in the moment, but they made it to the point where it became our home. It wasn't grandma's home anymore. It's Jared's and Vashti's home. So crazy, crazy story that in death, there's life. And that life was, we were able to find home. Um, We were able to find security and we were able to start off not struggling. And yeah, we have great jobs, but getting married, it's not just about having great jobs. It's about buying new furniture, buying, you know, all the things that you need for the rest of your life and getting established. So having this opportunity to not just live in this home, but allow this home to be ours was one of the greatest blessings. And it was 
a way where, you know, my plan just scrambled all over the place. And I realized, wow, this is one of the greatest blessings because we live a couple houses down from Jerry's parents. So if we need anything, they're always there. And, you know, it's just one of the greatest blessings for our first year of marriage. I don't want you to miss this point. We didn't get our blessing all at once. It was a step-by-step process over the last seven, eight months of being married. It wasn't just ready. Nothing has been perfect, but we've made it perfect. We've made it better. And it's honestly allowed us to kind of have a funny time here in the house where we don't have a couch right now. We have... (laughs) We haven't had a couch. We have carpet. <laughs> we have a kitchen table and then that's it. <laughs> but you know what? I'm extra thankful for it and I wouldn't have it any other way. And it's really cool too because the house will be able to remain in the Pizer's family. It wouldn't, you know, the other option was to sell it, but it's in a great community, very safe. It's on beautiful land and we get to be close to family and we get to have the house still in the family's name. So I think it's really cool. God just worked it out in a wild, crazy way. And it was the best way possible because, you know, I I wanted my omelet, but, you know, Jesus said, no, here's a scrambled life that is just perfect and is exactly what you needed. And it it has been humbling. Like Jared said, we haven't had a couch, you know, we, um, we put in the floors ourselves with his mom and dad. We put in the windows ourselves. We changed out the doors, like everything, the upgrade in this house, the renovation in this house, we can say we put our hands and feet to it with his parents and It's been great because we learn how to communicate better. We learn how to time manage better and we learn how to be patient because nothing happened overnight. Like Jared said, it literally has been what, eight months, nine months. Yeah, it's been eight or nine months of just putting intentional time and care, some TLC into the house. Um, And yeah, it it has been frustrating. There have been times where I look at Jared and I'm crying. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just want to, I would just want to have a home. And then I realize, you know, Bashi, you're so ungrateful because God has mapped everything out precisely exactly how you need it to. But Jared, to close out, this is a short podcast, but to close out, what would you advise listeners who are stuck on not having things their way? What would you tell them um, I know we have plenty of examples that we can go through. We have many things that we can say, but what would you tell them that are struggling right now with, you know, wanting things to be done their way, but God's just not making it happen like that? You humble yourself and you continue to push through. When I was dating you, I continued to push through because I knew it was right and it worked out, but in a much different way, but also a much better way. I advise everyone to continue pushing continue going if you know it's right. Okay. I think you're specifically talking about relationships. So all these guys out here waiting on that one true girl, (laughs) keep pursuing. If you know it's right, be patient. Um, I'd say just have a flexible posture. And I learned this a couple years ago at a retreat. No, it wasn't a retreat. It was a um, internship that I did in New Mexico. And our coordinator, group leader, or, you know, organizer, she said, I want each of you to have a flexible posture and that, you know, she coined the word flexure. 
And that is your willingness to submit to God's will and be okay with when things don't happen the way you want them to happen. Flexure is you are flexible. You don't get upset. You don't get frustrated, which I mean, you can, you're human, but you don't lose heart. You don't, you know, yell at God, scream at God and tell him, you know, you caused this, why this, and, you know, blame him. Um, a flexible posture is bendable. It can go with whatever God has in stored. Um, if life is scrambled, you don't fall apart or you don't fall into pieces like the scrambled eggs. You know, you stay whole and you push through. Like Jared said, you keep going, you keep doing and, you know, you keep the faith. Just keep on and know that God's plans is far greater so one of my favorite Bible verses comes from Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So the key of all of this is seeking Christ. When you seek Christ, you know his heart. And when you know his heart, you know his plans are great. You know his plans are true. And you know his plans for you is of hope. You know, his plans for you is great. So for those of you who are struggling out there, you know, just life isn't going the way you wanted it to. You feel like you've been dealt the wrong hand. Like Jared said, keep on keeping on. Don't give up. Keep having faith. Keep trusting the Lord. Um, But most importantly, seek his heart. Because once you know the father's heart, you'll know that you are secure in where you are. So yeah, Jared, do you want to close it out? So guys, make an omelet today or maybe make scrambled eggs. Either way, whatever you choose, just be flexible because God has greater plans for you than you could ever dream of. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for being on my podcast, babe. Thanks for having me. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for plugging into this week's episode. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected to the post blog podcast. Same time, same place next week. I love y'all. But remember, God loves you most.